The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What's up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, a member of Belly Up Sports. Yep, it's another week. Still just me. Um, this episode is going to be uh, the preview for the 2023 MLS season. It kicks off this weekend. A lot of big things are happening this season for the MLS, so I will be trying to get you guys up to date with all that. Obviously, a big partnership. So, this episode is just is going to be the MLS season. Uh, that's good. no headlines. Um, games to recap. Um, announce our players of the week. Give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. Obviously, once again, MLS Cup. That MLS Cup. MLS season is kicking off this weekend, so we will uh, be discussing that. Um, I might actually try to kind of recap some of the Champions League game, some of the games, the European League games, because. Um, we hadn't done that. We haven't, we didn't preview the, uh, knockout rounds. So that was a fuck up on my part. So might be a little bit of a longer episode because of that. So that's going to be pretty, pretty good for y'all. At least, at least I would say that. Um, but before we get going, I'm finally doing it. I'm finally watching Ted Lasso. Um, so far the first, I've only seen the first two or three episodes of it. Um, it's really good. I, 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 I'm enjoying it so far. And I think it's obviously the, the, the the intriguing factor is obviously the fact that it's soccer, so I'm gonna like it. Obviously, um, along with that, I also got an Apple TV, uh, member uh, subscription, which, uh, at this point I just said fuck it. Um, so I got it. So now I have Apple TV. So I will be taking advantage of that because apparently there's a lot of good shit on Apple TV. Obviously, the MLS has their their thing so it is going to be a lot easy for me to watch mls matches for sure on that but but yeah so far i've liked so far from what i've seen from ted lasso um a lot of people i i, I never knew the show i always thought it was like a comedy especially because it's obviously uh uh Sude- jason sudeikis obviously i know him more for from time from his time as saturday night live and then obviously um he's done movies like we're the millers and, and so i've known him more for the comedic side of things but there is all while there's still that goofiness from Ted Lasso, which is something that I do like, there is a a seriousness to it, and I and I and I like some of the I like some of the things like some of the it's like I'm I don't know I, I there's some things that I really like about the show so far. Um, I know a lot of things has changed as the show progresses, um, you know, but right now just watching it, obviously Jamie Tart, and I mean I'm not spoiling anything because I'm sure a lot of people have watched uh Ted Lasso. But yeah, I've I've actually I find it really enjoyable, and so I'm pretty excited for that. <clears throat> so I can't wait to continue watching. But yeah, um, aside from that, um, nothing much else to do. 
Um, I'm excited. MLS is, is kicking off this season. Very, very excited for another year of MLS action. Um, especially if you're, if you're like me and being a Houston Dynamo fan. And now I work for the Houston Dynamo. So we'll see how things work out. But, alright man, so we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then we'll go right into our preview. Or I might decide just to do the quick recap of the Champions. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, you're about to find out. We're about to take a break and then we'll get going with that. We have breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all your stubble and trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. So make sure you get 20% off in free shipping when you go to manscaped.com by using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. Lots of stuff constantly being posted on there. Weekly stuff, obviously, because when the episode drops. Um, but, you know, obviously, we are very we like to, like to be very interactive. Make sure you guys, um, you know, participate, especially because now with Players of the Week, we have you guys vote on your on who you like from our players of the week. So make sure you guys uh, be on alert because you guys could have a controlling factor in the decision of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award. But uh, all right, so make sure once again follow us on Instagram, and Twitter at insert name FC. So before we do the MLS playoff, uh, no, MLS playoff, MLS season preview, let's do like kind of a touch up on the round of sixteen for the Champions League. Now, Europa League and Europa Conference League, we won't touch up on. Well, we won't touch up on Europa Conference League till we get to the semifinals, just because, um, just because it's. <sighs> Try not to be a dick, but um, you know, because obviously we don't know any most of the. Te- we don't know a lot of the teams that are in the Europa Conference League. So, but right now, Europa Conference League and Europa League are in their play-in ma- uh, games because obviously, it is the second place teams of the group of the group stages on those tournaments, respectively, facing off against the third place teams of the uh, higher tournament. So obviously, you know, the champ- the third place teams that were in Champions League group stages are playing in against the second place teams in the Europa League and so on and so forth. So so that's going on. So I'm not really going to touch up onto it until we get to the round of 16 for those leagues. So, so just so you guys know, but for the round of 16, um, it's, it's neat. It's, it's near its tail end of it, um, so you know we'll 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 really talk about um, the matchups and just give you guys my thoughts on them uh, so far. Um, but um, Bayern Munich and PSG, you know, probably one of the, 
a super early matchup that you would want to probably see maybe later on in the tournament. But hey, that's how these these things happen. Um, PSG is is sec- what they finished second in their group, so that's why we're here. But right now, Bayern Munich does have a one nil a one nil lead over over PSG, and they're also down a man because they got a red card. Um, so so look forward to that next game, uh, Milan versus Tottenham. Uh, Milan has a 1-0 lead right now against Tottenham. You'd love to see that, at least if you're me, because I hate Tottenham. Um, but, you know, obviously the Italian team wants to keep moving on this tournament. Uh, Benfica uh, has a 2-0 lead going into next week against Club Bruges. Um, like I said, Club Bruges and Benfica, if anything, benefited from having to face each other. So I'm sure they're happy that they got each other. But Benfica has a two-goal advantage right now going into that second leg. Uh, Borussia Dortmund has a 1-0 lead over Chelsea. I also love to see that because uh, Ars- I am an Arsenal uh, fan. Um, but yeah, uh, Dortmund has the 1-0, the 1-0 advantage against Chelsea. Who Chelsea continues to just... No one knows what the hell's going on over there, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> Real Madrid uh, right now has a 5-2 lead against Liverpool, which was one of the greatest uh, 2-0 choke jobs I've ever seen. In my lifespan, um, as Liverpool had a two-goal lead and then just witness it f- fall apart in a matter of a whole half, because they had they gave up five unanswered goals to Real Madrid. Uh, just a really just a huge just dumpster, just a huge meltdown in my opinion. So we'll see if Liverpool can can bounce back. And, and also to icing on the cake, it it was in Anfield, so that's five away goals also to add into that. Uh, you know, insult to the, I guess, point saw in that wound. Um, but yeah, so Ramadre has a 5-2 lead against Liverpool. Uh, Napoli has a 2-0, uh, lead on Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt also has a red card, so they'll be, they'll have a player, uh, suspended for that next game. And then RB Leipzig and Manchester City are tied 1-1. I think this is a little bit surprising. Obviously, if, you know, a lot of people think Manchester City should definitely be running away with the Champions League this year, you know. That's debatable if you ask me, but yeah. Um, but RB Leipzig, a team that I've actually said a lot of good things about, um, clearly holding their own against Manchester City. And then in the other one, Inter Milan holds a 1-0 lead right now against Porto. Porto also has a red card, so they will be without a pl- what one of their players for the second leg. Um, going into it, man, um, I think I'll, uh, with Chelsea and Dortmund, I will say... Um, I think Chelsea could somehow find a way to get go overcome Dortmund. Um, I mean, Dortmund's been playing is a pretty good team, and there's someone, especially really solid in the Bundesliga. But I just, you know, just I wouldn't underestimate Chelsea. Eventually, all the all this star power has to eventually work out, and um, and so you know, if you're a Dortmund fan, you're probably hoping that maybe they figure it out later. Um, than than also than against them, but. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I would like to see Dortmund advance, uh, but I would not be shocked if Chelsea somehow fig- figures it out, uh, or continues to, do- continues to be a, a, a whole, a spending tree over there. I don't really care. Um, Benfica and Club Bruges, um, obviously Benfica has a 2-0 lead right now. Um, I think, I think it stays the same. I don't think Bruges, um, can overcome it. Um, that's just my opinion. Bayern and PSG, I think, even though it's a 1-0 lead, um, 
I I don't I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't think that PSG is gonna uh you know step down like that um but I think Bayern needs to make a statement as well because obviously a lot of people are saying that how this team looks which is something that I said before that they look now they look very uh what was the word uh, what was the word they look mortal now like they look mortal without Robert Lewandowski up front. They're still Bayern Munich. Like, they're still the team in, in Germany that's just gonna go and buy the best players in the world. Um, but they are a little bit more mortal now. Like, they look, be- they are more beatable now than they were when they did have Robert Lewandowski. It is showing. Look at the Bundesliga right now. It's a lot more competitive, which is great. What you want to, that's what you want to see in leagues. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily think that, you know, Bayern Munich has the advantage, but, you know, this is a game where I can see PSG kind of figure it out. I mean, Messi is looking more like the Messi that we were we were hoping to see. Um, I don't know what's going on with Neymar, but obviously it's all going to go between what Messi and, and Bappe can do to turn things around against Bayern Munich. Um, and then Tottenham versus Milan. Um, I would love to see Milan beat Tottenham because I don't want to see Tottenham go any further and i don't want them to like i I literally have a bet going if tottenham wins a trophy i do a jersey giveaway to y'all so i really don't want to do that and so i as soon as the sooner tottenham gets eliminated the better for me so that's just gonna be my statement there um and then ports over and inter milan uh inter milan does have a one nil victory one nil lead right now but um there's there's some shit going on between onana that happened with onana and eden desco um, maybe the, hopefully they can overcome it, but I mean, Porto is just going to have to, you know, find something. It, it's not like a one nil lead isn't, isn't, uh, isn't tough. So, you know, obviously they, they can get an advantage in the second. If they can just get on, get, get moving in the second leg, I think they could easily do something here. Um, Manchester City and RB Leipzig. Um, it's literally anybody's game. Manchester City, um, at this point, it just needs to over. It's all in Manchester City. I, I really, I really do believe that. So, like, RB Leipzig is going to play their style, and I think if 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 Man City just lets RB Leipzig do their thing, it's gonna be rough. But I think Manchester City has the quality, has the players, has Erling Haaland, so they should be able to 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 move on to the next round. Uh, Napoli and Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, I still really like this matchup. Napoli is just is just that team right now, uh, especially in the way they've been playing in Italy. Um, but I will not, I won't sleep on Eintracht Frankfurt. I think they're a pretty pretty sturdy team. And then the last game, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Um, yeah, the odds are really against uh, Liverpool. Liverpool has been struggling in quite some in their form, um, but I mean. They've had comebacks before, so uh, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, that is uh, the Champions League uh, so far. Uh, you know, like I said, after one, you know, after next week, once you know, all the games are decided, we'll go ahead and look at do the round of eight properly and then do also the round of 16 for Europa League. And I'll debate on Europa Conference League just because, like, I can't tell you, like, the actual, like, my ideas on each of the teams, so not entirely sure on that yet, but uh, we'll go 
we'll 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 get there to when we get there. But all right, man, the 2023 MLS season is coming up this weekend, so let's go ahead and look at these conferences and start looking at what could possibly happen this season. But uh, before we do, though, obviously we got to talk about the new MLS format uh, that that is happening this season. Um, it is a questionable one, but we'll, we'll I'll kind of try to explain what it is. All right. So the MLS season after decision day, which will be October 21st, that will be the official last day of the MLS season. The playoff schedule will go as this. October 25th to 26th will be the wild card matches. And then October 28th to November 12th will be the round one best of three series matches. Um, and then the conference semifinals and conference finals will be November 25th to December 3rd. And the MLS Cup will be concluded on December 9th. So how do you qualify? Obviously, uh, seeds one through seven in each conference will automatically qualify for the round of one best of three series, and the seeds eight and the eight and ninth seed will then go into a wild card game. So the wild card game is going to be a single game elimination match hosted by the higher seed. So in this case, the eighth seed would be the host. Um, the score of the wild card game, if it ends in entire regulation time, there will be no extra time will be played. They will go straight into penalty kicks to determine the winner. Um, and then the winner of, of that wild card game will then play the first seed um, in the best of three. Best of three series, pretty straightforward. It's best of three. So first one of two wins will will be the, the winner of that series. Kind of similar to you know the NBA and the MLB. But the matches will be the setup will be that the higher C will get the first and last game if necessary. The second match would be hosted by the lower seed. Um, if there is a tie of end, end regula- regulation time, there will be uh, no extra time will be played. Uh, they will go straight to penalties to determine the winner. So there will be a winner after each match. Um, like I said, the first win two matches will advance to the next round, um, and then the conference semifinals. Um, it will just be a. They will go back to being single elimination. So it will only be um, after the wild card. That first round will be this best of three series, and then it'll go back to single elimination. Just so you guys know. So first and seven qualifies for the best of three series. The first round, and then eighth and ninth seed will then get a wild card game to get into the round. Um, my thoughts on that. I'm going to say that this is their attempt to try to lure the non-soccer fans of America to watch MLS. Because um, I, I feel like there's two sides of it. You're 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 an American, and it's like, oh, now this I can I understand this, or you're a soccer fan and you think it's stupid. I'm on the I think it's stupid part, but I understand that maybe. This is some form of familiarity to what most Americans are used to in America, which obviously we're talking about fans of baseball and basketball. Obviously, football is single elimination. But in, in baseball and basketball, obviously, and, and hockey as well, it is a best of whatever series, which m- most of those sports are best of seven. Baseball is a little different, so I won't really go into that one. But 
I think it's kind of more so to try to get the attention of the non-soccer uh, fan. Okay, as I was saying, though, uh, sorry, I had to take a brief break right quick. Um, but yeah, so so my thing is, is like I think the whole purpose of doing the best of three series, at least for the first round, I think one is a test. I think the MLS wants to see, oh, you know, what people, you know, kind of like test it out, see maybe what's the i what does what do people think about that format? Um, I personally. I don't think it's going to really do as well. I don't think it's going to be like significant in any way to for people like, yeah, let's do this again. Um, I will say for me, one of the things that I liked uh, kind of before back then that the MLS did was the, the two leg games. I like that because, you know, it's something that a lot of soccer fans are familiar with. But once again, it's soccer fans. It's, this is this is kind of more to- and see that's where I I think the problem is is that we try to do more things to get soccer fans excited about it, but when we the, the issue is like for people that don't watch soccer, they're they may be a little bit confused because because you know if they see a two leg game, obviously they think of a like oh it's like a, a series, but it's really not. It, it's it. See, like me trying to explain it is is like confusing for a non soccer fan. So for me, I think that this best of three series is kind of a test to see if maybe we get, you know, other non soccer fans intrigued by uh intrigued by the MLS. And so while I personally may not like it, um it's maybe something a little bit more, uh, something that non-soccer fans are used to, especially if you like soccer, uh, baseball, hockey, um, or 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 basketball, those sports because you understand the concept of a series. So I don't know if it's going to continue. Maybe they're going to test it out, see if they like it. If they don't, maybe they go back to a single elimination, which. Honestly, I prefer. I think it's a little bit more dramatic because everything counts. Um, I will say I do like the addition of just going straight to penalties. Um, sometimes I feel like extra time. Uh, it, you know, it just it, like I, I like the idea of just going straight to penalties. So I like that. The wild card game. Um, the only thing with me is uh, for me personally, I just don't like having because now the eighth or ninth seed and i think each conference has at least 13 at least i think maybe the eastern conference has more but um i i personally don't like that that's just me because i feel we don't need more teams making the playoffs we got to make it more exclusive i like the exclusivity which is kind of what like for instance baseball I, the one thing i liked about baseball at least the, the original baseball playoff format was you know five teams of each conference or each the national league and american league only five teams made the playoffs two teams had to play uh two teams on both sides four had to play a wild card game so obviously you know the the fourth and fifth seeds of each league had to play a wild card game to make it into the playoffs. And I liked it. I liked that the, it was smaller. Obviously, it meant more if you made the playoffs because you were literally the cream of the crop. And so, 
I like that it it did add more competition to it because you had legitimately the best the better teams competing, whereas you know in basketball you know eight team you know sixteen teams which is more over than half like I, I believe around half the league are in it. You know, obviously the first season is definitely going to be more superior than that AFC. So I just don't like adding more teams to it. Let's make this like, let's make sure that it's the best teams competing. You know, I do like the playoff format. I do like it's just because it's like it does, it does add that option of it literally anybody can, can win it. But I would like to see it probably a little bit more less teams in the playoffs. That's just me. That's, that's just my personal bias. But the playoffs are still fun nonetheless. This format, like I said, my, I'm not a fan of it. As like, I'm, I'm a soccer fan, and I think that this format is just dumb. Um, single, keep it single elimination or make it two legs. But I, I get it. I get why you're trying to do it, uh, and I think it's once again trying to get the American fans into it. So I, I totally get behind that. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna say that right there. Um, but let's get going with the conferences. So we're gonna start with the East. In the Eastern Conference, if you guys don't know, is Atlanta United, Charlotte FC, Chicago Fire, FC Cincinnati, Columbus Crew, DC United, Inter Miami, Montreal. I don't really know how they, uh, what they rebranded as, um, Nashville SC, New England Revolution, NYC FC, New York Red Bulls, Orlando City SC, Philadelphia Union, and Toronto FC. Um, the teams that missed the playoffs last season were Columbus, Charlotte, which were both eighth and ninth. So it had the old, the, the new format been applied last season. Columbus and Charlotte would have played that wild card game. Uh, New England Revolution, Atlanta United, Chicago, Toronto, DC United. Um, from just the Eastern Conference, my dark horse is going to be New England. I think New England last season, uh, won obviously a lot of their big, one, a lot of their Top players ended up going overseas uh, that season, but also they got dealt with a lot of injuries. I feel like they're going to able to they're going to bounce back um, and and probably make a bit a better push in the playoffs. So uh, uh, I I think I and obviously they still have they have Bruce Arenas. Uh, so so I I think I think I think my dark horse is still is going to be New England. Uh, my favorite for the Eastern Conference. I mean they're getting better and better each season. Um, yeah, they were they fell short in the MLS Cup final, but I gotta go with Philadelphia. I think that they're going to continue to be the standard in the MLS. As far as I know, Tim Curran is still gonna be their coach. Um did they lose some players? Of course. But the thing is they have a very strong youth academy. Um they that I think the I think their system really works to what they have in that team. So I think Philadelphia could get back into the MLS Cup this season. So, so that's my, so what I have for the Eastern Conference. In the Western Conference, we have Austin FC, Colorado Rapids, FC Dallas, the Houston Dynamo, LA Galaxy, LAFC, Minnesota United, Portland Timbers, Real Salt Lake, San Jose Earthquakes, Seattle Sounders, Sporting Kansas City, St. Louis City SC, and the Vancouver Whitecaps, the teams that missed the playoffs last season. Obviously, St. Louis City SC because they were not in the, they were not, they didn't exist yet. The Portland Timbers, the Vancouver Whitecaps. The reason why I highlight those two was because once again they were eighth and ninth, so they would have been pl- had once again had the new playoff rules applied last season. They would have had that wild card game, which would have been pretty cool because that's Cascadia. So just pointing that out. Um, the Colorado Rapids, Seattle, Sporting Kansas City, and the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, for me, I think my dark horse uh, is going to be Portland. I like 
I, I don't know what it is about Portland, but I just feel like you can't count those guys out. Um, a lot has changed over the years, uh, over there at Portland, but I don't know. I, I first, I think there's like a connection with me and just them being a, a pretty steady team. So my dark horse is Portland, and they were literally one spot away from making the playoffs. Um, and now adding this new wild card caveat, I think, could definitely benefit Portland. Uh, make a push. Um, my favorite this season from the Western Conference, LAFC is going to be strong. Um, I know everybody is going to, that's the boring pick. Um, but I'm going to go with Austin FC. I think Austin has, has gotten strong, has, has just once kind of similar to Philadelphia has just improved over the years. Um, I've heard some good things about their academy, but I mean, I don't think there's any academy players that are coming out just yet, but, um, I mean, they, Drew's, he <laughs> chose to stay in, in the MLS, stay, stay in Austin instead of going to Europe. So I think, um, I think they're going to they're going to improve, uh, maybe make a make a stronger push this time in the season and maybe they can find themselves in the MLS Cup, which I would definitely hate to see that. And of course, obviously, this is the MLS and you guys probably want to know, especially because I'm the Di- I'm a Dynamo fan, what I think the Dynamo are going to do this season. Um, One second. What I think the Dynamo are going to do. Um... I think it's a lot to judge on a team that has completely cleaned out, clean, you know, basically cleaned house. Um, they their whole their whole lineup is different, but I think you added some MLS experience with with guys like Franco Escobar, Arthur, that could be very beneficial in your locker room leaders in your locker room. Um, you know, obviously you're gonna have a full season of Hector Herrera, which that could be very beneficial. Um, being that he is your star man, he's your star man. He's going to be the guy that kind of sets the, sets the tone and sets the standard for the team. Um, with all just overall his experience that he has, um, now he, I'm sure now he's a little bit more familiar with the league. So that could be beneficial to him, um, trying to comp- understand the league. Um, Sebastian Ferreira, he's going to, you know, obviously able to score 10 goals with very little to no help that he got last season. Um, you add in a guy like Ivan Franco, who he has literally had a lot of playing, has played with him and has a good rapport with them, with him as well. Um, you got um, Bassi that I think is going to be a very interesting addition to the team. He is known for being a, a just a playmaker. Um, so I think the additions, you're clearly adding guys to help benefit Sebastian Ferreira, which is what you should be doing. Um I think the midfield is going to be a lot better from previous years. The back line may may have some question marks, but I think uh, you feel very confident who you have in that back line. Um, um, so, and then obviously you have Steve Clark in the back, and as the goalkeeper, I think that this is a a, a pretty solid lineup if you look all around. But obviously they still, you know, still need to play together, especially more in more competitive matches. Um, FC Cincinnati would be a very interesting first match for them. Um, I am really intrigued on how they're going to play together. I want to see how all that meshes in together because I'm really excited for that. Um, but do I think they're going to be world beaters right away? No, because I think that they're still that that learning, that that growing phase that they still have to go through, and that's not going to happen until they start playing very competitive matches, which we'll find out come the start of the season what kind of team, how are they going to grow um, but I don't think that they're going to be the worst team. I don't, I don't necessarily feel that. I think 
if they, I think they're going to get better. I think, you know, which is, which, I mean, they finished second to last in the, in the Western conference. So for me, my personal belief, I think the Dynamo may miss out on the playoffs, but now adding this new eighth and ninth, ninth seed, ninth spot to be a wild card game, that could benefit the Dynamo in some way because now, you know, you don't have to finish in the top seven. Now, if you finish eighth or ninth, you got this opportunity to play a wild card game. So I think that could maybe be a something that Dynamo could be fighting for. Um, so I actually do think that they could make a run for a wild card spot. Um, obviously pending what they do, um, how they, how they grow as a team throughout the season. So that is my belief. That's what I think you're Yeah. That can probably bite me in the ass in the future, but that's where I'm kind of going with right now with the dynamo. So there's my thoughts on the Houston dynamo and hopefully they can, they can surprise me. Um, but I think. I think they're going to get better. I, I think this, the club is going in the right direction. Um, it's just going to take time. And hopefully people are willing to give them that time to do so. But that is the MLS uh, season preview. Um, I'm really excited. I can't wait. So go ahead and we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then we'll get going with games to recap. Hey, everyone. It's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Billy Up Sports. SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. And we're back. All right. So the game to recap is Borussia Mönchengladbach beating Bayern Munich three to two, and honestly, one of the most shocking defeats I've ever seen from Bayern Munich. Kind of going back to what I've been saying about how without Robert Lewandowski, they've been looking more mortal, is because of the fact that like they're still a good team. Like hands down, on paper, probably still one of the better teams, in not only in Germany but in Europe as well. But obviously. That finishing ability that Robert Lewandowski has clearly is being missed um, from from Bayern Munich. But Borussia had 54% of the possession uh, in this game. So very, very even matchup. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach also outshot them 17-13. 7-5 with shots on target. And, I mean, this was a really thrilling game. Also, if you have to include the fact that Bayern Munich was down to 10 men in the 8th minute with an uh, Upa Meccano red card. So very competitive game went down, down the wire, but still just, could you maybe add the fact that they were down to 10 minutes disadvantage? I would disagree because they still were beat, were battling with, with Borussia Mönchengladbach till the end. Um, so I wouldn't say so. Did it maybe help Mönchengladbach in some sense? Probably, maybe. Um, you got to remember they also tied last time they faced off. So, uh, like I said, I think if, had you had Robert, a player like Robert, a player like now I'm not gonna say specifically Robert Lewandowski, but had a player like Robert Lewandowski up front, I think that this would have been a completely different game all throughout. But yeah, so that is my player, uh, my game to recap. All right, players of the week is brought to you by In the Clutch. In the Clutch is a clothing apparel company partnered with, well, not partnered, probably with the approval. 
of the Players Associations of Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, the NFL, and of course also have some great designs when it comes to throwbacks. Uh, they had some great shirts for the World Cup. All the throwback logos of all previous World Cups were featured over there on in the clutch. Also, some other some cool college sports stuff as well. But I really love the shirts. They're super comfor- comfortable, great material. They passed the Fat Boy test, according to one Kelsey of High Low Sports. Um, so really love them. Uh, great stuff. If you guys use our code insert name at checkout and at theclutch.com, once again. Insert name at checkout. You will save yourself 10% off on your purchase. So get yourself some sick shirts over there by In The Clutch. We love them. Great shirts. So once again, use the code insert name at checkout and save uh, 10% off on your purchase. So players of the week. Edwards player of the week is Kaylor Navas, who had five saves in Nottingham's 1-1 draw against Manchester City, which is huge to think about, about a performance like that. So, And obviously I love it, Kaylor Navas. I will always ride with him no matter what. Sucks that he is not playing with PSG or even Real Madrid because I think he's still that good. Um, but you know what? He's killing it over there in Nottingham Forest. So good job there, buddy. Um, and then my player of the week is Kylian Mbappe, who scored two goals in PSG's 4-3 win against Lille. So a much-needed win for PSG and a solid performance by Kylian Mbappe. So congratulations to Kaylor Navas. And Kylian Mbappe for being our players of the week. Once again, if you guys use the code insert name at checkout, you'll save yourself 10% off on your purchase. Make sure you guys go on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC on our, on our post for players of the week. Um, on the tweet for players of the week, you can, if the subtweet will be a voting. So you can go ahead, a poll. So you can vote for who you believe is from these two, your player of the week. And if you go on Instagram, it will be on our Instagram stories. So go ahead and vote to get your voices be heard because obviously that adds one more vote to these guys when we go into the voting for the Player of the Year award. So go ahead and get to it. But all right, man, games to watch this weekend. Um, obviously for the MLS, lots of games to go be, to, to be watching. But I'm going to tell you that DC United versus Toronto FC is going to be exciting, obviously. We're going to have a full season now of what Wayne Rooney is doing over there at DC United. He's added some players, added some, added, added a little bit of his, his touch to it. We'll see how that team looks versus Toronto FC, who just added Sean Johnson as their goalkeeper. Obviously, we're going to see what a full season will look like with, uh, with the, the Italian strike force that they have now over there in Toronto. So I'm very excited. So this is going to be a really exciting game to see. Austin FC taking on St. Louis City. Obviously, last year's new team, well, not last season, one of the, the last new team in the MLS taking on the new team in the MLS. Everyone's going to be excited to see that, uh, what this new team can look like. Great jerseys. Um, so we'll see what St. Louis has in store for the MLS this in their first year. So that is MLS. Just watch the MLS in general, man. Uh, and Liga Mekis, Tigres taking on Chivas. Both teams are are in great form, so definitely want to see what these two teams can look can do. Uh, Tijuana versus Pachuca. Um, you know, two solid games. Pachuca have, coming off a loss against Toluca, so we'll see how that looks over there in Liga Mekis. In Liga, we have Montpied taking on RC Lens. Once again, teams that are in good form. It's not always about the big names, but as I say that, 
Also, Le Classique, Marseille versus PSG. So go ahead. Some good games over there in League 1. In Serie A, we got Bologna versus Inter Milan. And AC Milan versus Atalanta. Um, in the Bundesliga, we got RB Leipzig taking on Frankfurt. And Bayern Munich taking on FC Union Berlin. Which both, this is going to be a big game for uh, for these two because it is literally a six point type of match, obviously. Because if they beat, if Bayern Munich can beat Union Berlin, that gives them three points and also, you know, pulls themselves up by three points against Union Berlin. So it's a real six pointer kind of a match. In La Liga, we got the Madrid derby, Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid, and Celta Vigo taking on Real Valladolid. So. Big game, singing bed right there for Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid for me and Spencer. Um, in the English Premier League, we got Leicester City taking on Arsenal. Um, I'm sorry, Spencer just. All right. Uh, in the English Premier League, we got Leicester City taking on Arsenal and Tottenham versus Chelsea. So some London derby action going on uh, this weekend with Tottenham and Chelsea. Hopefully, uh, Chelsea can be Tottenham for me. So we'll see how that goes. But that is that is the games to look forward to this weekend. Obviously, there's a lot of games going on this weekend. But if you guys need like a beginner's guide, if you will, it's definitely the matches to watch. And my closing thoughts um, this weekend. What am I? What am I close? You know what? MLS. We'll, we'll stick with MLS, dude. This is gonna be the theme of this whole episode. It's MLS. Um, my thoughts on the MLS, and I think. It, as someone that's, that watches the MLS as much as I do, I just realized this episode is going to be so short. But anyways, who cares? Actually, I should care. But um, I think I, I think more, more and more now there's people that are going to hate on the MLS, and I'm not going to understand why. And it's because the, the reason why I don't – I think it's just people want to just not like the MLS. That's my theory. And the reason why I say that is because – like, we get it that USA, you know, in America, like, the, the thing is, you got to understand is just soccer is not popular in the United States, and that's always going to be the way. But if you're a soccer fan in the United States and you don't give the MLS a shot, it just seems so unfair. I mean, there's people in Europe that do watch the MLS, and it's so it's like so weird to me that, that like, they're willing to give the MLS a shot, but you, you don't, but like, others don't. Um, yeah i i just i I, like to me that's it's just something that boggles me like like you're gonna sit here and and the thing is is like when you look at other like people across that's it's like some people are so shocked by this like really shocked by that the fact that you don't watch the mls and you don't support your local club because obviously like there's not there like you know they they know the reason why like why I like Real Madrid is because, you know, I watch, you know, like that's, we don't see like the lower leagues in Spain. Like I just see, you know, La Liga. And so Real Madrid, and I, I'm a Real Madrid supporter. That's my club. And so, and they don't, they see that, kind, you know, and even though that that's like a worldwide thing, but obviously like pe- there's people in Madrid that are Getafe fans, you know, and they don't, they, like, you know, so, like, for those people, like, when they see, like, oh, you know, oh, you're from Houston. Do you like the Houston Dynamo? And you, you tell them, no, I don't like MLS. And it's just, like, it's weird for them because that's your club. That's where you come from. That's where, you, you know, your culture. So, like, you may not want to be have an affiliation with American uh, soccer in America, but 
you're American. And I just say give MLS like a real fair shot. Don't try. Don't like this is also another pet peeve of mine. But it's just people that always want to compare shit to other other things. Like I don't like people comparing In and Out Burger to Water Burger. I I even though I get it, they're both burgers, but they both write a very different thing. And so like, but you but you know it, people have to compare those two, and it's just like, can you just appreciate both as they are? And that's how I feel. Like, I do love European soccer. Obviously, you guys, I have a whole fucking podcast on it. But I, I like the MLS. I think MLS has, has grown over the years, and it's fun to watch it grow. And it's cool to watch it grow. So, you know, who would have thought we would have saw an MLS team play in the Club World Cup? Didn't do go far, but they still made it to the Club World Cup. And that's progress. So that that's just my thing. That That's really just my thing about that. Um, So hopefully people give MLS a fair shot this year um you know hopefully the world cup has gotten you intrigued to the point of like maybe let's see what let's see what this mls has 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 in store so i'm excited for it i can't wait um it's a really fun league to watch i like the all the drama especially with the, when, when it comes to decision day in the playoffs um i'm going to keep an open mind with the new playoff format because I, i'm not exact i'm not i'm definitely not a fan of it but i think uh i can understand why they did it so we'll see how it works. Hopefully, if it doesn't work out, you know, if it doesn't go how they thought it was going to go, maybe they go back to something else or change the format again. So hopefully it's just a one-year thing, but we'll see how it happens, man. But that is my closing thoughts, man. I uh, want to give a shout-out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Follow them at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media on Instagram and Twitter. Also check out their website, bellyupsports.com. Lots of great content being put over there great articles constantly being written by some of our amazing bloggers over there um so thank you to belly up follow all Hondra gomez and her company ang graphics they made the insert name fc logo so make sure you guys follow her on instagram at a.g.graphics when next once again at a.g.graphics when next we love her so much she did a great job with the logo We're constantly praising her so if you guys need logo work done go ahead and hit her up and if you mention us, maybe she'll give you a discount. Um, shout out to our man, Roosevelt Spencer. Um, I'm editing this episode again because I'm an idiot. And I need to start getting more into trying to record these on Sundays than I am recording these on Wednesdays. Uh, just to make things easier for Spencer. So, um, yeah. Um, so, I'm editing this episode. But the beats that have been provided for this episode are all Spencer's work. Um, if you guys need some beats done, whether it's for your your youtube channel or your 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 podcast or maybe you're 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 a musical artist and you need some beats well hit up spencer because these beats are phenomenal um he's gonna be the next dj khaled uh, i'm sure of it so make sure you guys go ahead and and send him a message on instagram at that guy dope once again at that guy dope if you need beat work done go to spencer highly recommend it but thank you so much for listening to episode 123 uh catch me next week uh when we do one ep- episode 124, which would probably be a better preview of the round of. Is that would that be the no, no? Okay, we won't do that yet. So, but we won't we won't be talking about Champions League just yet. We'll 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 get into the other fun stuff, in, in some more fun stuff with news and stuff like that in soccer. So, catch us catch me next week for episode 123. All right, take care, guys.
is that guy. Oh